2: Welcome in to the PHNX Cardinals podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook. Be sure to like and subscribe. Leave us a five star wherever you get your podcast. Johnny Venerable Bobrock, the final day here at Radio Row ahead of Super Bowl 57. And uh, I don't want to say we saved our best for last, but this is the most flipping loaded PHNX Cardinals show we've ever done for you
3: yeah nothing comes close to this we have public enemy number one to the arizona cardinals fan base the once beloved patrick peterson it's time to heal does he want to reconcile yeah does he want to get back after steve keim exited stage left with this team and does he back up his comments about kyler murray you're going to be shocked to hear what p2 we'll call him p3 i didn't get to that i, I will no spoilers but I, I didn't get to tell him my nickname to him but uh, I- did I back down? I no. just don't think we had enough time.
2: No, no. We got some time. We also are going to talk to Rondell Moore. We're going to talk to Kyle Brandt. We're going to talk to Josh Weinfest. But first, I want to talk to you yeah. about this coaching search for the Arizona Cardinals that right now has been put on pause. Michael Bidwell issued a statement to Darren Urban at uh, azcardinals.com, basically saying, like, this week's all about the Super Bowl, this weekend, and then we'll restart the coaching search yeah. on Monday. But the other teams aren't putting a pause on it. Because we got word this morning, Bo, that the Cardinals have lost defensive line coach Matt Burke to the Houston Texans to become their new defensive coordinator.
3: I mean, the the good thing, I guess, with this, the silver lining is it wasn't a lateral move. It wasn't like Greg Williams going to the Packers, their cornerbacks coach, to take the exact same job. Yeah. But now, uh, if if you keep keeping count, is it four or five coaches that have exited? Uh, not four on the defensive Cliff, side. Yeah, four on the defensive side. Then the tight ends coach who was filling on the offensive line in the absence of Sean Kugler. And then if you count Cliff Sean
2: Kingsbury, Coogler's gone too, by the way. But
3: still under contract. You know, you've got uh, Vance Joseph. you got your linebackers coach still there. But uh, it's a mass exodus right now. But, you know, congrats to Burke. I, I, he was one of the more well-respected coaches. His group, of course, with the resurgence right before he retired and J.J. Watt and the emergence of Zach Allen in a contract year putting up a career high in sacks and he was batting down you know looking like vintage JJ SWAT out yeah. there you know having a good career before a contract year uh, that was the, one of the most impressive groups for a 4-13 team, and Burke was one of the more well-respected guys. After Kugler exited, I think that was probably the guy remaining. In just a lone season with the Arizona Cardinals, he took over for Brinston Buckner, kind of an unknown, but also, as Ian Rappaport pointed out, I mean, this is a guy who's kind of cool, off the field, kind of eccentric, Mr. the most interesting man in the world, you know, hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in the offseason, yeah. always up for an adventure. But now he gets the 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 opportunity to become a DC. You know, maybe that was a guy that the Arizona Cardinals wanted to potentially turn to, but he immediately gets he gets the job from D'Amico Ryan's, and Demico Ryan's isn't stopping there, is he? No, but before we get <laughs> to potentially his
2: new offensive coordinator, I right. thought it was interesting. We found out on Twitter today that the Cardinals had actually blocked Matt Burke from interviewing for parallel lateral jobs as a defensive line coach. They cannot block, nor can any team, an opportunity for promotion. So a position coach going to a coordinator, a coordinator going to a head coach, that's what's happened with Burke. So then you have kind of Vance Joseph hanging out to dry a little bit, unless he's going to be inherited and kept on staff by the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. We know the next head coach will not be Cliff Kingsbury. He has returned from Thailand, right? We got word from our guy Jordan Schultz on set earlier this week, But now, do you one better, according to Jordan and multiple people, Cliff Kingsbury is en route to Houston to interview with newly head coach D'Amico Ryans for the offensive coordinator role there, which is interesting. You know, he's from Texas, close to his hometown, Mm -hmm. potentially, you know, obviously second overall pick opportunity to get a, a young quarterback just like he did with kyler murray mm-hmm. how do you think the fit would be for old cliff kingsbury with Demico ryans
3: i don't know i mean when you look at texans twitter when you look at maybe the national media prognosticators they've got people who are saying hey this is an incredible fit especially mm-hmm. if they're looking at a guy like bryce young at number two overall we saw cj stroud out here on radio row i you know i'm impressed by his size he looks like a true quarterback one yeah. that you would kind of build in a, in a lab more so with bryce young kind of the untraditional size like a guy that cliff kingsbury just coached in in kyler murray but we've seen the offense right and we we know that cliff kingsbury can come come up with some great com set concepts but as far as the adjustments in game and beyond when a defensive coordinator defensive staff and defensive group kind of get his number yeah he doesn't play that game of chess or at least he didn't do it with the cardinals he didn't play that game of chess too well so i think that you know in, unless he's going to have help game planning and scheming and making adjustments he's still the same guy that often struggled mightily this off this this past season
2: it's also funny domico ryan's defense manhandled cliff kingsbury's yeah. offense in the nfc west so i mean who knows we don't know if cliff's gonna get the job we're not anti-Cliff Kingsbury we're no, rooting we're not. for him to have success. Michael Bidwell's probably rooting for him to have success, so he doesn't have to pick up the $7 million-a-year tab that he's on the hook for every year Cliff Kingsbury's out of coaching. But we want to move on to our guy, Rondell Moore, who had an opportunity to sit down with Bo and myself to talk about Cliff Kingsbury among, uh, I don't know, this head coaching search, his relationship with Kyler Murray. Let's check out Rondell.
3: Excited for Arizona Cardinals wide receiver Rondell Moore to join PHNX Cardinals. You can see him of course each and every game for the cards or you can see him maybe on Hardy and, and Priest or Elliot out there at the Circle K, Rondell. I mean that's where you're frequenting by the facility not to give up too many of your secrets.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, we've, we've got some good things in the work. Um, so, you know, we've been working together for a while and just trying to get some, some different things figured out. But it was cool to for it to actually come full circle you know because obviously growing up um, in Indiana um, there was a a frequent place of mine that I would stop by to get you know Gatorade, uh, my coffee um, or even just like a big jug of water before I go work out so uh, it was cool for it to come back full circle and us to kind of um, figure out a way to, to relate to each other and, and make this thing work.
3: There's the videos of you. Uh, what was it? Squatting 600 pounds it was, were was you, that you, me or Ronda? No, no, not you. <laughs> okay. I did touch you, but it was it was the guy that can actually gotcha. squat 600 gotcha. pounds. Were, were you fueled by Circle K? <laughs> Yeah,
2: no, you can say that. Um, I,
1: I think there's some special stuff in the water that, that helped me. So. You know,
2: I tell my wife my lower body is my cardio, but I don't, you know, I haven't, I'm allergic to a squat rack. But let's let's talk about your recovery. So yeah. this year, you know, you missed some time, probably didn't go exactly how you wanted to. Tell us right now, you know, you feel good going into next season? You're healthy? You're working towards something different?
1: Yeah, I'm um, obviously a few months out. I went I went on IR yeah. uh, for the growing out of sports hernia. Uh, I went to, to Philly to see dr meyer and got both sides of my groans repaired and then um obviously you guys saw the the viral the pinky video uh, yeah video so uh, and you said you'd had
2: that for a while and we're just getting it fixed
1: yeah i mean so i got it fixed in college i did it in 18 i got it fixed in the spring of 19 um obviously ended up redoing the injury yeah uh tore the ligament again it was pretty stable i i i didn't get um what i got done this time but um, I went to L.A. to see Dr. Shin and, and got that fixed and got some pins in there with the internal brace and all that stuff. So we got some stability there. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, I mean, I guess two, three months out from the, uh, from, well, I guess two months out from my groin and then about a month and some change out from the pinky. So yeah. uh, on the up and up from here, I'm nice. um, just working towards being healthy, like you said. So uh, I've probably got another month left of legit rehab, and I, I think I'll, I'll be there.
3: Rondell, for lack of a better phrase, do you feel like you can't catch a break at some times? I mean, dating back to your college days, you've been dealing with some injuries. And it's, you know,
1: hamstring, groin, finger, sports hernia. Yeah, I I think it's all part of it, man. You know what you sign up for. But again, I I think that's just a testament to my faith, man. I think it's all written. um, And whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And how it's going to plan out, I'm fine with. I know um, at the end of the day, if if I put in all the work and I do everything on my end to make sure it all um, plans out in the right way and go in the right direction, then I'm fine with however it turns out. So uh, for me, again, it's just um, being diligent about my work every day, um, going to work and being about my business, uh, being... An extremely hard worker and again um this isn't just me trying to Harper talk about who I am I mean um I, you know I just try to go every day with the same attitude and um just try to be the best person I can so however it turns out man I know at the end of the day I can look in the mirror and say you know I gave it my all yeah and, you know I put in all the work here and, and this is how it turned out for me so you're gonna have a new head coach
2: next right. year you know full transparency Cardinal fans myself Bo we're a little critical of Cliff Kingsbury's usage of you, especially when you see, like, your deep play against Minnesota two years ago and then last year running down the that, middle that of the fourth field. down play against the Rams. Absolutely. So if if I'm your next head coach or whomever it is, right, Joe Blow, are you going to go Great to that coach. person? Yeah. Are you going to go to that person and, and say, I, I I would like to be used this way? I think I've got more opportunities to be used, you know, downfield, or is that just something that you hope kind of takes care of itself and practice. Like, were you Ed, ever frustrated with your usage
1: under Cliff Kingsbury? Uh, so I'll answer your first question. Uh, going to the coach and, and demanding this or saying this now probably isn't in my character. Okay. Uh, again, I'll just, you know, work my tail off in camp, try to prove that, uh, put it on tape. Um, and obviously, you know, throughout the year there's times, you know, as a receiver, you want the ball and you want right. things to come your way and you want this and you want that. So I think that's, you know, that's totally natural as part of the game. So uh, being frustrated obviously was... Um, you know happen week to week but you know again it's part of it Um, but again I I think those opportunities will come so for me uh, again just going in putting my head down working hard I I think my athleticism uh, and my work will show Um, so for me it's just again staying consistent sticking to the script and going out there and just being the best player I can be Did Cliff say that you would
3: text him sometimes though about about just your role
1: (laughs) Uh, no, nah, I mean we joke about it a little okay. bit. Um so I mean, it's kind of
3: tongue in cheek, not nothing serious. Yeah, nah, yeah. nah.
1: I, I've never been that guy, man. And, and, right. You know, on, on the uh, on the other side of things, man, I get it, man. We got hop out there, and right. you know all the other talented receivers, man. It's tough, man. We all want the ball. Yeah, uh, that's the reality of it. Um, so again, man, I, I you know I don't fault Cliff or anything like that. You know it just is what it is, and you know for me again, I just have to continue to work hard, and hopefully those opportunities come. Yeah, with,
3: I, go ahead. Uh, I mean with the, you, DeAndre Hopkins, Hollywood Brown yourself i don't think there was one game where the three of you are on the field at the same time this season when there's been there's going to be so much change within this organization i mean you kind of feel like man if we could have just gotten out there like you do you still have that you want that to see what that looks like you know potentially next year you hollywood d hop kyler getting the gang back together are you just getting the gang
1: together for the first time Yeah, of course, and then obviously um, we got a ton of playmakers, Zach Ertz, um, Greg
3: Dortch. We talked to
1: James Conner, yeah, Dorch is one of our personal faves. Yeah, no, so I mean, obviously all of us out there, we got a pretty explosive offense and, you know, can make it a defensive coordinator's nightmare. So um, obviously it's something you want to see happen, and obviously as a player you want everyone to be healthy so we can, you know, get the job taken care of, but it was just unfortunate events, man, how it happened. I got hurt, someone else got hurt, and then it was just, you know, a trickling-down effect of obviously one person was always out when someone right. came back.
3: It's like D-Hop was coming back. Uh, you had Hollywood with foot injury in yeah. Seattle. Then, you know, he's coming back. You have the groin injury in, in Mexico City, right? right? I mean, it's just it was just bad news. Yeah. So you talk about being heard. I mean, Kyler
2: Murray's been out since his torn ACL. He just had surgery about a month ago. And it would be naive if we didn't discuss He's taken some shots here from the media, maybe some ex-teammates. You know, What's your relationship like with, with Kyler Murray? You've been with him now for two years.
1: Yeah, man, I I mean, I'll be the first to say I think the narratives are unfair, um, untrue. Sure. Um, Specifically to me, man, he's been great to me, a great guy. Um, Obviously, you can come to him with any question, whatnot, whether it's about football, life, whatever it may be. So, um, you know, it sucks for him. But again, you know, as a franchise quarterback, more than likely you're going to end up getting the hate, and it sucks. But again, uh, he's a strong-minded guy, tough guy. So he realizes that it doesn't affect um, his day-to-day living or how he treats other people. So, again, um, if anybody's going to get the hate, I think it, it's fine uh, for him to get in. I'm sure he feels the same way. Again, he's a he's a really mentally tough person, so I'm sure he doesn't he doesn't mind it. We heard he's a big Facetime guy. Is yeah, he Facetime you ever <laughs> once in a while? Yeah, randomly, <laughs> uh, <laughs> random times. He's um, and he'd just be doing random things, like randomly Facetime you doing random things, and then they ask you a random question, and then. <laughs> Um, sometimes they're quick, sometimes they're long, just depending on uh, what he has going on. But, yeah. Can you give us an example
3: of a random question?
1: <laughs> uh, like I'll, like if I post something on my story, he'll call me, not say nothing, look at me and be like, where you got that shirt from? <laughs> or, you know, something crazy like that. So uh, great dude, man. So we
2: hope you have a head coach next week. Yeah. We don't really know at this point. We're in mid-February. It's kind of unheard of waiting this long have you been wrapped up in this whole thing like sean payton one day is interviewing for the job yeah we have got mike kafka luana rumo like are you waiting on beta
1: breath or Are you just one of those people like text me when you know yeah um man i'm again i'm, I'm so locked in on just trying to get healthy and, and be the best player i can be person i can be just working hard and uh letting the guys upstairs do their job while i try to do mine so again that's a little out of my uh... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's that's, above your pay grade a little yeah, bit, right? Yeah, um, so I kinda just try to do uh, things I can control, man, and that's just hard.
3: We, we uh... You like Kyler, I mean you guys are kind of uh... you're not loud, I mean you, you let your actions kinda speak louder than, than than your words for sure, so when he takes on all this criticism you know, is, is that just how we're gonna have to see it plays back when he returns when you return, or do you expect like Zach Hertz is coming to his defense. You've said some really nice things about him. James Conner, like, do you expect him at any point like he did after he signed his contract to kind of have a, uh, just a upfront conversation about, hey, where's all this coming from?
1: I, I mean, he's never struck me as that guy to yeah. be yeah. concerned about the narrative and things about, in uh, that sort, but, you know, when you attack his character, I think it's appropriate for him to kind of um, get in front and just control yeah. things before, you know, it gets out of hand. But again, I think... It's a testament to myself and his teammates. Like, I, I guess just talk to us and you'll get the real. So, for right. sure. My last question I haven't asked
2: anybody this this week, which is crazy because it's something on my mind, Rondell. The team uniforms, right? You got the <laughs> black helmets last yeah. year. Has there been any talk at all about making, maybe making some tweaks to the threads? <laughs> they're, I mean, they're like 20 years old. Yeah. Every other team gets new uniforms every offseason. It's not fair. Have you gone up to Michael B or some other folks, like, hey, are we getting some
1: new uniforms anytime soon? Anything you can share with regard to that? Couldn't tell you. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know nothing. I uh, Jersey's a Jersey to me. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Just
3: give you your number four, and let's get me the rock.
1: Right. That's let's rock. it. Let's do it.
3: Incredible rock. stuff from Rondell Moore. Glad to hear that you're healthy and trending towards a big year three. Can't wait to see the coaches, but enjoy the rest of your time. Thanks for being an ambassador of our great state of Arizona. Yeah, thank you, guys. Right. Come
2: back soon, man. For sure. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. to Rondell Moore hopping on the PHNX Cardinals podcast, hopefully for one of future visits with, with Rondell. But I thought, ball most interesting. I mean, how could you not, if you're Rondell, be frustrated with your usage? This is somebody who's got legitimate four three speed. Mm-hmm. You look at his career yards per catch under Cliff, 8.9 yards per catch. Yeah. Put the injuries aside for a second, and just like,
3: how about get my man some targets downfield, right? Or in the slot, or you know, take him out of harm's way. Don't give him the ball behind the line of scrimmage where he's dealing with big on big old linebackers or, or defensive linemen. Get, yeah, get him in space with those corners and, like, sure they can match your speed as far as the speed's concerned. But as far as you know, taking a shot. But, but really what he's dealing with, I mean, you, you saw it in that game against the Niners, Mexico City, you know, he, he said he had both sides of his groin worked on yep. uh, for sports hernia. I mean, that's a brutal thing. And he's been dealing with the pinky issue. He's got that hopefully cleared up. He's a couple months, as he told us, off from really finishing up and, and being able to kind of get out there and, and continue this rehab. Yeah. Uh, but... They pile up, and and one of the things we haven't really heard is is he going to approach it. He, he says he's going to try to be the same guy, and you know injuries happen, but he's going to continue to just put in the work and and hope just better having better luck. Um, it, it's 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 really interesting both of those things that have I don't know if plagued him the first two years of his of his career, but yeah. you know at some point doing the same thing over and over again, it's the definition of insanity. Like, as far as role, you know, we had big expectations for Rondell Moore coming into this season, and I, I felt when, when he, t- you know, pulled his hamstring before week one, they tried to kind of shoehorn that in, him coming back, even though Greg Dortch was playing so well in the slot and making big plays, like, why didn't they put him in a more comfortable role Yeah. A- instead of trying to force that and force feed him?
2: Like, I I, I, I don't want to be ridiculous here, but, like, he's not a big guy right and i i think it's ridiculous his usage so close to the line of scrimmage we were i don't know the big people are in the nfl like we were just talking about it off air like it's crazy for somebody his stature and it's it's commendable for him Mm -hmm. to be able to play this game at a high level when he is healthy and effective move him outside get him downfield it'd be like playing like deshaun jackson close to the line of scrimmage like you're not gonna last in the NFL. So. I'm hopeful that with a with a scheme change with a coaching change, whether it's Mike Kafka or whomever can come in here and help Rondell Moore become the best version of himself because again when he was at his best against Purdue, he was torching the Ohio states of the world right We've seen him have big plays against Minnesota, against Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I mean he has the ability I just it was never gonna work with Cliff in that system uh, but I mean, He's the last one standing here, at least right now. Yeah,
3: and it is really true and unfortunate. I don't think anybody really brings up the fact that you didn't see that that quartet in action at all this yeah. season. You just didn't. You didn't see. You didn't see Kyler Moore, D Hop, and Hollywood Brown. Uh, I don't care how bad the Cardinals were in 2022. You know, you if you get that opportunity, we don't know what they're going to do with D Hop. Our guy Jordan Schultz says that he would be shocked if he's back, but. You know, if you get that that quartet on the field sometimes in 2023, that that's gonna that's going to strike fear, especially if you have got a decent play caller making the making the moves there. We got Jason
2: Krell. Thank you so much, my guy, friend of the show, dollar ninety nine super chat. Dorch when given the opportunity right. made the best of it. He was a better player last year. Like I, we're not gonna sit here just because we had Rondell on the and show and say. that's not just
3: him compared with rondell i mean he was a better player than a lot of guys on this no doubt yeah
2: he outplayed aj green right uh he outplayed hollywood brown at times like i i think we can commend greg dorch without condemning other players
3: yeah and and you hope that the new regime especially in the front office is well aware of what he was able to do in minimal snaps in in a a role that he he should have uh should have been uh, rewarded with, with more opportunities than it yeah. was it? i asked you know greg dorch the availability uh when before they, they cleaned out their lockers is like w- are we frustrated with your role and he said he'd be lying if he wasn't so yeah. you know the new front office greg dorch obviously coming off of uh, you know his best year but it didn't come without frustration one because they weren't winning and, and one because he had a diminished role at times um, you know, would he look at this organization as a place? Hey, I want to come back.
2: Yeah, Greg Dortch, my number one free agent for this franchise. Get him resigned, get really? him back here. Yeah, over Zach Allen, over Byron Murphy. Mm. Give me the guy that's got a chip that. on his shoulder that's healthy, right? Uh, I get it. It's not everybody's cup of tea. And I'm also talking about in relation to what you have to pay Greg dorch but we're going to talk to Patrick Peterson here in one minute. But I want to remind everybody. Super Bowl 57 is just two days away. There's no better place to be right now, wagering on the big game than the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And get geared up on DraftKings, by the way. Kevin Durant, hello, if you heard, is a Phoenix Sun. (laughs) Dabble on a little Suns action as they wrap up their East Coast road trip, coming back to the Valley. KD coming back right after the All-Star game, we hope. But in the meantime, dabble on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX. Guess what? $5, any $5 bet on Super Bowl 57 is going to net you $200 in bonus bets instantly. You don't have to win your bet. You can place a five spot right now on the spread, the money line, all of the many props, the Gatorade color, the coin flip, whatever you want to do. Just go to Super Bowl 57 portion of DraftKings, lay a five spot down. If you're a new customer, promo code, you guessed it, PHNX. $200 in bonus bucks to begin spending immediately. Five spot, and then you can go reinvest, but you can only do it at DraftKings Sportsbook. Only with promo code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I give you my DraftKings pick of the week with regard to the Arizona Cardinal head coaching search. Mm -hmm. But that has been long removed (laughs) because I think even the folks in Vegas don't know what the hell is going on. Is
3: it backup on DK? It's not. It's it's,
2: it's been scrubbed from the internet like Kyle Murray's social media. (laughs) So I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles money line. Fly, Eagles, fly. Hassan Reddick, we're rooting for you. Uh, and only at DraftKings you can get that good deal.
3: Once you uh, can cash in on that, I think that you can go cash in on some of the best beer, the best beer in Arizona. Actually, time's running out for you to stock up for your Super Bowl party. What yep. are you doing? you got to get out there. You don't have to go to H Street in Tempe to the Four Peaks Brewing Company, uh, but you probably should. They've got their bar out there with some uh, refrigerators with their great beer Right there, available for you. But you can go to the grocery store. You can go to your convenience store. What's your favorite beer? Kilt Lifter Hop Not IPA. How about your Hazy? The Joy Bus Wow. The I like one. the Seltzer. What's the Seltzer they called? They don't have a Seltzer any longer. <laughs> I think they discontinued it. But. They do beer better than they anyone. Do. It's like, it's just do what you do best. And that's what Four Peaks does. Hey, And they're not, there are no slouches in the kitchen as well. Delicious food at the Eighth Street location. Go get some appetizers. Go get those chicken rolls. Go get some garlic cheese beer bread. Go get yourself a garlic cheese uh, an Italian beef uh, roll there at uh, Four Peaks and get some dessert. Can tell them Bo sent you. No, I don't know. They got their Valentine's Day menu coming up as well. Ninety dollars per couple. You can get ten dollars for uh, beer pairings as well. Not bad. They're t- they're helping you out there. What beer goes best with that entree? They're gonna hook you up. You got Four Peaks cookie and beer pairing. Unbelievable what they're doing over there. We're so pumped to continue our partnership with Four Peaks. Check them out in Tempe. You got to be 21 years old or older to enjoy the beer, but you don't have to be 21 to enjoy the vibes and the food.
2: You don't have to be 21 to see our interview with Patrick Peterson, although viewer discretion is advised. Not really, but we had a chance to catch up with Patrick Peterson, Arizona Cardinal legend today on his stance on Kyler Murray, Steve Keim, and his relationship with the Valley, with the Arizona Cardinals. Here's what P2 had to say. Johnny Venerable Bo Brock joined by Arizona Cardinal legend Pat P. Patrick Peterson, thank you so much. Tell us what you've got going on with Circle K.
4: Oh, man. Man, we all know Circle K is a, a huge staple in the, in the Arizona uh, community. Um, you see them on every corner. But why I love Circle K, we don't have to wait in those lines for coffee. Yeah. You know, Starbucks is always lying around the corner. Yeah. You know, so anytime I they have this, uh, this great facility right across the street from our facility when I uh, when I was here in Tempe, and anytime I needed a fresh cup of coffee, never no one in line. Poured me, poured me, uh, poured me up a nice hot cup, onto, onto my, my day of work. Rock and roll, tough yes, to sir. beat, tough <laughs> to beat. Great
3: for the morning commute, great for any time. Yep. The convenience of Circle K. Patrick Peterson. Only got you a few minutes, so we got to get into it. I, I would say the Chappelle show is one of the greatest shows of our generation. I agree. There's a great bit. I agree. Now P two, <laughs> wait where I'm going with this? All things covered. The podcast, uh-huh. keeping it real. Did it go wrong? You talking about K one, the quarterback, the Arizona Cardinals? <laughs>
4: You said that I, You said keeping it real. Did it go wrong? Yeah, what? when keeping
3: it real goes wrong, you don't remember that bit from Chappelle's show.
4: No, I don't remember that one.
3: It's hilarious. You go back it's a and watch. It's a good one. Basically, <laughs> I have to. I, have
4: to, yeah, I have to go back and watch that when when you, I don't remember
2: that. When one. you made your comments about Kyler Murray, yep. do you stand by them? Do you? Yeah. Do you? Do you? Did you have a chance to connect with K1 since those comments?
4: No, I haven't. But yeah, I stand by them. Yeah. He's got some stuff to work on. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, okay. I mean, It's, it's no secret.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's focus on you because Steve Kime, no longer associated with the Arizona Cardinals, yep. you've made it clear you, you've had some bumps in the road with Steve. Mm-hmm. Now that Steve is, is gone from the franchise, yep. you know, you're a Cardinal legend, Cardinal fans, including ourselves, want to see you back at some point in the Ring of Honor. We think you're going to be a future Hall of Famer. Yep. Do you foresee yourself back with the organization after your time's up, you know, making good with the franchise? I don't have a
4: problem with the franchise. Okay. I don't have a problem with anyone in the franchise. I just had a problem with that one person. Yeah. On the way he handled the situation. With him saying he was going to do something that didn't happen, and then once I signed with another team, you want to connect with me then and talk about you love me. and No, I don't don't, don't work like that. You know what I mean? So, to me, that's where it was just – all-time slapping my face, you know, because all of I've done for the community. Anytime, I mean, for the organization, when you need a free uh, a free agent, I could be out at dinner with my wife, with my kids at a movie. All right, babe, let me go try to solidify this wow. signing for the team. Yeah, yeah. But when you go and do that, that's when I was like, oh, "Man, you, you're not a man, man. That's that's men. Men don't do that,
3: especially." At- it's disingenuous afterwards, right? right? Obviously, it's not a great look for any organization. But with that one uh, person exiting this franchise, do you think it's inevitable that in a few years, you know, you're going to be standing on that field again with your name in the Ring of Honor?
4: Man, I would love that. Man, I would love. that I always saw myself, you know, being up there next to the the Larrys, the 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 Adrians, you know, uh, you know the. Mr. Uh, Mr. Bidwell, you know, I, I I foresee, foresaw myself being up there. So, yeah, I can't wait, you know, if that moment does happen, I can't wait for it to happen because, you know, this is where it all started. You know, I, I, you know the fans, the, the everybody in that organization know that I poured everything into trying to be the best player that I can be and try to bring a championship here. And obviously I felt short of it, but I've tried to accomplish that goal. Yeah.
2: Patrick Peterson, Arizona Cardinal legend. We cannot wait to see him back someday at State Farm Stadium. So thank you so much, P two. No worries. Thanks for having me. When keeping it real goes <laughs> wrong with Johnny and Bo Brock, uh,
3: I think he just didn't want to talk about Kyler Murray. No, he didn't say. He didn't give us much. He he did, you know, add a little bit. He stands by his comments. He said he needs to work on things, and he said absolutely right. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that's something that we've been talking about when when there was the report that Kyler's deterring this coaching search. But I think a lot of people disagree with that sentiment, but he's not without his challenges. I don't think anybody disagrees with that, where you've signed this big-time extension um, and, you, you know, you're locked in for so much guaranteed dollars, and you saw the performance last year. So... You know, I, I think no player in this league is a finished product. There's few from him except for, like, the guy like named Patrick Mahomes and, yeah. and the guy that just retired in Tom Brady. But, you know, yeah, he absolutely has things to work on. But uh, he, he, didn't, he didn't backpedal as much as he did day two after his comments on his podcast, all things considered. But, you know, you have to take what you hear from P2 with a grain of salt. Like, uh, Chappelle shows a great show, and he said, yeah, but he doesn't know one of his biggest bits. <laughs> Well, and we only
2: we, we thought we'd get a little bit more time with Patrick. We only got about three minutes, and so we, I mean, we tried to cut to the chase of what people want to talk about. Like, there was no way we were not going to go through that little spiel and not talk about Steve Kime. I thought it was an interesting point that he made about Kime calling him to do some recruiting, whether it be free agents. I'm sure Patrick Peterson and Tyron Matthews' relationship came into play a lot. And so I agree with Patrick in the sense of, like, he benefited Steve Kime a lot during his tenure. It's, yeah. it's the most successful draft pick of the Cardinals in the last 10 years. It wasn't made by Steve Kime. It was made by Rod Graves. But even so, he he leaned on Steve Kime mm-hmm. and vice versa. And then in the end, when things got messy, I think Steve Kime was poisoned to this franchise. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree on that. I think Patrick was a little bit unrealistic about his market post-30 You know, fresh off of a a P.E.D. pop and then also going scorched earth on the franchise trying to get a trade. So Mm -hmm. everybody makes mistakes. um, And I think now, you know, he's not going to come out and ever apologize and say, I wish I would have handled things differently. But I do think it would be in disservice of the franchise not to be able to move forward and get his number or his name up in the rafters at State Farm Stadium. Because
3: if you're not putting Kyler, or excuse me, if you're not putting Patrick Peterson in the ring of honor, who are you putting in the ring, right. honor? Well, I mean, and, it, and this show maintains that 2011 through 2017, he was one of the greatest players in franchise history. Yeah, nobody can disagree no with that. But once you once you request the trade, then you can't be mentioned. You you kind of disqualify yourself from being mentioned, like he said in the same uh, sentence as Larry Fitzgerald, as Adrian Wilson, guys that that put in their dues and, and were profe- utmost professionals and um it, it's it was a shame and you know to your point as far as yeah we, we kind of agreed with his criticism of steve kime no i think a lot of you in the chat too who who don't like Pat, this Pat, patrick peterson and how he can't keep the cardinals out of his mouth i, I agree with that because he was saying some things that we agreed with uh, on steve kime but then he would put in these other things that weren't relevant yeah they weren't relevant like taking shots and slandering kyler murray which i just I'll, I'll continue to disagree with that um it, it, it really is unfortunate, uh, but, you know, time does heal all wounds. The more he gets away from his tenure here, the more that we get away from Steve Kime's tenure here, I think that you'll see a day in Glendale where you can honor Patrick Peterson. I mean, think about all the electric moments with P2. Yeah. Before, no doubt. Before he became P3, Petty Patrick Peterson, another thing that we didn't well, have time to get into. I,
2: I think we just... We need to be transparent about people in the chat saying Bolden should be next. Like, Anquan Bolden should absolutely be in the ring of honor. Don Coryell, who just got into the Hall of Fame yesterday, should be in the ring of honor. <laughs> he
3: got a bust in Canton. Before he, before
2: he got, got a ring of honor with the Arizona Cardinals. So I think that we can, we can give out blame to just about everybody in these situations. Patrick Peterson, Steve kime probably Michael Bidwell and company. But I, I think where Michael has had success compared to his late father he's been much more player friendly mm-hmm. and and the instances we've heard of some toxicity in the organization with players leaving has has been around one person and that's mm-hmm. steve kime and steve kimes not a part of this organization anymore professionally and that's a good thing it's also a good thing when we got josh weinfus our guy from espn giving us the lowdown, the very latest on the arizona cardinals ongoing head coaching search Johnny venerable Bo Brock, live, Super Bowl 57, Radio Row. Of course, our guy Josh Weinfist making some time for us, ESPN, Insider, NFL reporter, specifically with our Arizona Cardinals. And it's funny, Josh, we sit here Friday before the Super Bowl. There's no head coach. There's no talk of a head coach. (laughs) They had two interviews this week, like second, third, you know, headline behind Kevin Durant. Like, what's going on with this team? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. I
5: don't think anybody knows. Um. I don't know. I'm not surprised we haven't heard a lot about the head coach yeah. just because it is such a busy week, and Michael Bidwell's so busy, you know, as part of the host committee and all that stuff. I would not be shocked if the NFL said, "Hey, why don't we just not do anything until after the whole week? The whole week's over." Um, but like you said, two more interviews this week. Um, Mike Kafka and Lou, um, I always get it. Rumo. Thank you, Anarumo. I Rumo. say Armadillo, but not <laughs> Complete disrespect. Well. Yeah. I'm just going to call him Lou, just like yeah. We, yeah. Call, we call Kyler Kyler. Yeah. You know, so just Lou. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we hear some other names right. on Monday. Um, so
2: you're in that camp that
5: there could still be more talk on Monday. I think there could be. Okay. I think there could be, and I think if there is, everything's going to move very fast yeah. with that. Um, but I would not be surprised if it's w- – I've heard like – all week, it's been like, I've heard a lot of people be like, oh, it's going to be Kafka. Then a lot of people are like, oh, it's going to be Lou. And I'm yeah. like, well, I don't, no, I'm just going to stand in the middle and you just tell me when I need to be at a president. <laughs> right. Conference because-
3: well, it's really interesting because I don't know how much research you've done on my Kafka, but it, it really does. And, and somebody, you know, a lot of people are saying it's, it's tired. It, it's kind of a lazy argument to say he's, uh, his comp is Cliff, but I can't get away from it. I mean, you're going with the up-and-coming play mm-hmm. caller, young, right? Thirty-five years old. He's a guy that one-year coordinator, right? Yeah. Uh, not a. You don't know a whole lot about him, and the Arizona Cardinals would be getting in earlier rather than at the right time or too late.
5: I, I would not put his comp as Cliff. Okay. I would not. Okay. I would not. I because I mean, for a variety of reasons. One, he had. A, Somewhat of a career in the NFL. Yeah, he was on the chief staff for a while. Mm-hmm. He was a pass game coordinator, quarterbacks coach. So he had worked with these guys for a while. Here's the other thing: he, he he coached Patrick Mahomes. Yep, like Cliff, but at a totally different level. And he basically turned Daniel Jones into a pretty dang good quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I would not go as far as making Cliff as he's okay.
0: Who? DJ. DJ. <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's a
5: playoff <laughs> he's quarterback. He's better than he was. Play- he won a playoff game. Yeah. He coached two playoff quarterbacks, yeah. right? It's more than, well, I guess Cliff can say he coached right. a playoff quarterback, but I would not make that Kind case. of. He, he was Nobody the pride of the uh,
3: 2019 good. quarterback class this year. Let's just Let's say that. Let's not talk as about as that. Um, here's what I do want to <laughs> talk about. So
2: everybody, I think, has come to the conclusion that whomever they hire is going to be slightly underwhelming because they, they, they yes. went after kind of the big fish with Peyton but then, you know, our brothers at DMVR, they scooped him up. But the Broncos, they went after big fishes. Harbaugh, Peyton. that's not the sandbox the Cardinals played it. So, okay. Well, this. it is. They did go after them. They just didn't get them. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, they were
5: playing in that sandbox, but they were kicked out of that sandbox. <laughs> by, a bigger, <laughs> by, by a bigger kid. It's right. like the big kids
2: came in. They were like, all right, guys, thank you for your time. Go play on that dirt hill over there. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> let me ask you this, because I think most people can talk themselves into Kafka or Lou or whomever, even a Gannon. The Vance Joseph thing is interesting yes. because they have lost as of today four defensive coaches. Mm-hmm. Matt Burke goes and becomes the DC in Houston. Vance is just sitting around in, in Tempe waiting for a decision. If you had to say right now, I mean, it, I'm going to hedge myself,
5: but it's hard, right? Because if uh, if you hire Lou, mm-hmm. he's not. If you hire Kafka, he is. So, and I'm such a, I'm I'm right down the middle with I don't know who they're going to hire, but. It's looking like they are going to keep him on the staff because if they, if they weren't going to, if they were going to say you go do your own thing, we'll find another DC, they would have let him go right right at the beginning of all this. Yeah, they owe him what like I heard like three million bucks a year. Okay, that's M- new stuff. Michael doesn't always want to pay pay those buyouts, so like it's also who are you going to get to like be your coordinator at, right. if you hire an offensive head coach? Well, okay, so here's the thing about. About assistants in the NFL, they all have this book, right? And they all, throughout their career, they they, they write down everything they like about head coaches. They write like what their strategies want to be. They they keep track of like you know w- how they want to s- handle their schedules, mm-hmm. and they also keep like a roster of assistants they would hire. So most guys have like a two or three deep. Where like here's my dream mm-hmm. roster of coaches if I ever become a head coach. And then from there, it's like if I don't get this guy, it's this guy or this guy. Like it's like it's it, it looks like a. Um, like a big board. Like a
2: big board, yes.
3: Sure,
5: yeah. Um, so I'm sure Mike Kafka has a defensive coordinator in mind Okay. for, like, in an ideal world. But we're also looking at February, what, like, it's t- February 10th. Right. No one is going to be in place until about February 12th or 13th, well, 13th or 14th or 15th by this point. Like, <laughs> how many guys are going to be available? Like, that's, the, that's kind of the, the big issue in my eyes is, like, this is taking so long, so many other assistants aren't going to be around right. for them to be hired. So... Um, I I do expect him to be
3: here, just simply because I
5: think that they don't want to pay the buyout.
3: That's crazy. I mean, that's crazy that you're willing to pay the buyout of Cliff, who's making, you know, just via reports or just figuring out who's making the most and and where he fits into that after an extension, you know, anywhere from five and a half to seven and a half, right? So you're looking at 30, close to $40 million that you paid out, and then you're going to balk at the three... Plus, that you
4: owe Vance. I don't
2: think he ever wanted to hi- fire Vance Joseph, though. You watch the the Hard Knocks Who, stuff, Michael. Yeah, yeah, he loves Vance Joseph. It's but like his so players. True. So, so the players. Well, I mean, I, like, so I talked to
5: Zayvon Collins at the Phoenix Open when he was caddying to Caddy. <laughs> yeah. and he said he and uh, Buddha Baker went to Michael and said, "Hire Vance." Wow, as a head coach, as a head coach. So I think here's the other thing that's going to be interesting. If you bring in Mike Kafka, and you keep Vance as your DC. And you have all these guys who are loyal to Vance. Right. You already have a split locker room. Right. You need a, You need or, a fresh start. You, or do you? Or, you, or you're going to have the same situation you had with Cliff, where you're going to have an offensive head coach and a defensive head coach. Right. That's not going to win.
2: Well, you. Lou Rumo we did look this up. We got tipped off by one of our viewers was the DB coach for Vance Joseph when he was in Miami as the defensive coordinator. He could keep him on too, right? Though. So, so yeah. it, it, he becomes like a, your default DC, right. but it's lose defense, and I think that would be easier for Cardinal fans to get their arms around, like losing charge of the defense. Jonathan Gannon's in charge of the defense, whereas the Kafka dynamic, to me, is just so parallel to what they had. You think Mike Kafka is going to outcoach Kyle Shanahan next year or the year after? You think you, you think he's going to go head to head with Pete Carroll? Like we've seen that before. I just don't think Kafka has enough life experience, coaching experience, to clean up. And everybody wants to focus on, we gotta get somebody to fix Kyler. You were on the team more than anybody. Everything needs fixed, the, every, enti- the entire done. culture of the team. Now hold on. something that's really
5: interesting with, with all the contracts and the buyouts, is like, there's every coach's contract has offset language. Yep. Mm-hmm. So really, they're not gonna be paying Cliff 30 million bucks. Right. Wherever he goes, when he takes his year off, right. probably and comes back in 24, he'll make 3 million bucks, whatever. Yeah. The Cardinals only owe him two or three, yeah. right? So, like, it's, it's not as bad as we think it is. Um, but back to your, your your point now, like, yes, everything needs fixing. They have a lot of great skill players. Like, I'm impressed with the skill portion of this roster. It's everything else that needs, needs improvement. The offensive line. Yeah, the trenches. You, you need depth. Mm-hmm. I mean, Steve Kine was all but checked out last season. So, yeah. you know, like, everyone who wants to put last year on, on Kyler, I'm like, well, you lost at, for for most of the season. You're playing with one starter on the offensive line. Yeah. And your GM was doing nothing to give you. He was MIA. Yeah. You like was like that. He, was give, he was doing nothing to rebuild that depth. Your defensive line needs help now that J.J. Watt's gone. Your pass rush needs. I mean, they were relying on some guys last year to be a, the core of their pass rush who are not starters. Right. Like let's just call it what it yeah. is, right? Like, there's no business so playing. They're, they're right. So there's a lot of, of work that needs to be done to this roster. Um, but I think the more I think about it just now, like, that could be interesting. Like, you hire Lou and you hi- keep Vance as your DC, like, that, that means Lou's gonna be more of the CEO of the franchise, which is exactly kind of what this team needs right now. Right.
3: I, I just hope that there's a less of a reluctance to play young guys especially on that side of the football because we saw in Isaiah Simmons first season under Vance there wasn't a whole lot of PT right not a whole lot of snaps definitely not for Zayvon Collins but he played 100% of the snaps the bulk of the season this year we know what happened with Isaiah I would have loved it we were chasing Isaiah Simmons down we never got to talk to him what his thoughts were on BJ potentially staying yeah he would embrace that I don't think he went up to Michael Bidwell and said (laughs) make Vance Joseph (laughs) the head coach but it's it's interesting like I mean how the fan base would react if if it's if it's VJ is DC and would he reassume the role as the head coach of the defense? If it's a Mike Kafka and he's got the offense, like is that that much of a level up from the previous regime? Plus, you've got VJ now with arguably the most respected guy that just took the DC job in Houston and Matt Burke and probably the unit that played the best as far as that yep. defense goes. You know how is it a good thing that he has to retool his uh, defensive coaching staff on the fly, or is it a bad thing? because of the performance at last year at this point it's a bad thing Like, yeah.
5: it, i keep going back to who's left right who are you going to find now who are the guys that a you want and b are probably good coaches that you're gonna able to hire well right?
2: Ka- kafka especially lou anaruma i think there's hope that maybe they could cherry pick some Bengal assistants. Totally, right totally i think that 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 gives you new life of can you get the the quarterback coach to come and be your oc where there's talk about a connection there Go take a couple assistants from your defense in yeah. Cincinnati and bring, like Mike Kafka, the contacts he has. I mean, it. I, I'm waiting to be proven wrong on. Go get a big experience, big boys, because Cliff didn't have contacts. Kind built that defensive staff for him. Well, he built the whole staff. Yeah, for him. and I mean, here, this is interesting, right? So you're gonna have the
5: third head coach that you build a staff for. Yeah, they did it for Steve Wilkes. He was the only he brought yeah. over Al Holcomb. They had Mike McCoy waiting for him, who was gone by Thanksgiving. You did that for con- for Cliff. What I mean, after at what point are head coaches, our coaches, going to look at Arizona and be like, "I want my people here." Right. Bruce brought everybody. Yes, everybody. Stark difference Free between agents, him. Yeah.
2: Uh, coaches, let me ask you my last question: yep. Do you think this is a move that is predicated on Michael Bidwell's approval, or do you think Monty Austin Ford is truly going to pick this no, coach? No, it's Michael's.
5: Michael has told people it's going to be his pick. Like, Monty can interview whoever he wants when Michael's Michael's making the decision.
3: It's wild. It's wild. It's mm-hmm. it, And it, that's why it's become a vicious circle as far as every three to four years. Yep. One year with Steve Wilkes, who's now the D.C. in San Francisco, he's probably licking his chops looking at this Cardinals <laughs> roster right now and, and the state of it, the organization. Josh Weinfuss, follow him on Twitter. Of course, read his work, ESPN.com. Josh, always great to catch up with you. I hope I'll see you next week at a press conference. But, I'm not so sure. There's always St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> sure. I just hope it's sooner rather than later. I'm ready for yeah. to this to be over. This insight from our
2: buddy, friend of the program, Josh Weinfist, ESPN NFL insider, specifically with the Arizona Cardinals, bow. And I think uh, so much good stuff to unpack from Josh, specifically what stood out to me and we just posted this to PHNX Cardinals, was the fact that Zayvon Collins and Buda Baker Mm -hmm. went to Michael Bidwell at the end of the year and said, we want Vance Joseph. Not as just the D.C. moving forward, but the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. And that's since kind of been dismissed by Michael. But the fact that he's still around, I think, gives merit to the people... Wondering if Vance Joseph is going to
3: remain on staff. Yeah, there's. I, I would bet you find a split, though. I mean, as far as who is pro VJ and who's not. But I mean, look, this that's a that's one of the uh, not a kept secret. Yeah. When, once this coaching search began, VJ emerged as one of the favorites right out of the gates, just because when insiders would talk to these players, yeah. and who they wanted. Uh, they probably don't get caught up in, in the in the rumors like you and I do, and a lot of people in the chat do about you know the Sean Paytons, the Jim Harbaugh's, the Demico Ryan's of the world. They they know what they know. Yeah. And Zayvon Collins, you know, after pl- being uh, very little used in his first season, he was playing 100 percent of the snaps most games for the Arizona Cardinals. Joining us now live, Pat McAfee
2: of the Pat McAfee Show. Oh man! Impromptu. You gonna stand up? You want to pull the chair over here, Pat? Thank you so much, brother. We're going to get Pat's mic hooked up here. Pat, I'm Johnny Venerable. This is my hey, co-host, Pat. Bo Brock. Hey, Bo Brock. Pat, nice Thank you see so see much you for hopping on with us. a
6: couple of your tweets, I heard. Yeah, yeah.
2: About the squad. About the squad. We appreciate the, the support. Uh, there's so much to get into
6: Hold on, were you the one that was coming after me? No, no Okay, because I was asking them if that was the case that's cause Car-
3: Cardinals Update,
2: right? Cardinals you, Update It's a do burner, that, don't you? That's
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: I honestly, I genuinely believe that um, but
3: he's, He watches the show, Cardinals Update does Yeah
6: Your show? Yes. Yeah, he's just, and your he's show He's a
3: friend, he's a, a
2: supporter of the show But he's not us
6: He doesn't get it Like, um, Like saying that terrible facilities aren't terrible Does not make the Cardinals better at football you know like he's an actual cardinals fan yeah wants the best for the cardinals yeah so like whenever we say like hey we've heard from numerous people that like the facilities and we saw hard knocks not good right. we saw the facility the facilities are like it's like major league it's, movie. An, it's an obvious flaw of like the greatest city in america a potential future greatest team in america like yeah you're flying your plane to go pay jj watt and everything like that which is a great show Take care of the facility, what are we talking about? What is even well, going on in the building? Like that's what everybody's at, especially when you sign a $110 billion media rights deal. Yeah. So like when we point those things out and then people from the fan base come at us, we're like oh you guys are doofuses you guys have no idea <laughs> well we're th- trying to help the team
2: i think it's a little bit of stockholm syndrome as it relates to like there's a private jet that michael bidwell purchases for the team and it's like look at our private jet we have a new stadium. stadium's we nice have, right mm-hmm. we host super bowls here and like they do first class you know the city of phoenix and everything else but why would we have bad facilities you
6: shouldn't have bad, You like you guys have everything this right. city is a city i'd like to retire in wonderful i plan on living here i love this place yeah. your local laws are fantastic the yeah. amount of things that your local Laws allowed me to take <laughs> as an out-of-stater is better than every other state true the views are immaculate the yeah. weather is fantastic the team has a superstar of the future yeah and then you see like hard knocks you hear everything like why are they letting it and then you think about the coyotes right yeah what happened with the coyotes it's like what the hell was going on <laughs> in phoenix can we not take can care of what we have fund
2: me or something
6: no, no they're no. billionaires yeah. they should take care of it themselves <laughs> but i um I love, I love Phoenix. I'm very happy that the Super Bowl is out here. Yeah. You guys don't have a coach, though. No, no
2: we don't. Do you think it's ridiculous that we're almost we don't a— We are on we do not have f- a coach either. But is that on purpose? Because the Car- it's on purpose by the Cardinals. Like, they're putting their coaching search aside to host this, which I, I, I appreciate but I don't love as a fan because, like, get the best staff, get the best people. Is that what Indy's doing, you feel like? So it feels
6: like good business to invest in the Super Bowl in your city and put other things aside. Good business also take care of the facilities, but that's—I don't want to go back and harp on that. <laughs> right. That seems like good business for us. I'm worried that we just have no idea. You know what I mean? Like, have you, who, you applied yet? No, 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 I am not a coach. No, but That's you've been, a lot you, of
3: time. You've been dialed in into the search. I mean, you, because you, all the right. things that you said—thirteen
6: people ab- we interviewed
3: about <laughs> about this franchise in this state in this city, right? I yeah. mean, it's appealing to everybody. It should be. Do you have the sense that if they had upgraded the facilities,
6: they'd have a I don't coach know. in place like Sean Payton? Did Sean Payton say, "I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this," and that was something he didn't do, or was he planning on going to the Broncos since the beginning because he respected the ownership group and liked the way? Who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. But whenever you're at some place for however long you are, and it doesn't work out, it's like, well, what is it? Because it, obviously going in, you know, Kyler's a quarterback. Mm. You know that you have some talent on the defense side of the ball. You know on the offensive side of the ball, what, D-Hop wants out. Yeah. But he's still in a contract, so maybe you can win him back. So what is it? You know, and I think that's what the questions are. Just what is it? Why do people not want to come here?
2: Well, what are you hearing about Kyler Murray in general? Because, you know, we're all Man, boots I don't on know. the gra- bad things, good things in know. between. I don't
6: know. what I've heard. Are you
3: okay. a K-1 guy yourself? You sound like I love him. Yeah.
6: I love K-1. He's electric. Electrifying. Yeah. He does things that nobody else can do. And obviously, he's his size through the optics of how sweet it looks yeah you know what i mean because he's like undersized shaking the hell out of people it's just like visually it's awesome yeah to kind of watch so i'm a big k1 fan it was alarming to me the film study thing
0: mm-hmm.
3: yeah the you claws yeah.
6: yeah it never happened again why are we being known like why is it being made public that it exists obviously kyler was not happy that that was either in there or made public. Right. So I think that could potentially cause a little bit of friction between what was going on. But, like, that shouldn't be a question at all for a franchise quarterback. And I think we all know that as NFL fans, like, your quarterback has to be smarter than the other team because everybody's talented. So, like, that scared me a little bit. But Kyler can also continue to grow and evolve and get better and better, which I think he will do.
2: Yeah, under a new coach. And maybe, like, if he went to a different franchise that had a a more experienced coach that could help him, I remember he had... No veteran leadership at the quarterback position when he got here. People kind of complain. Cliff Kingsbury, a little bit of an enabler. Do you think mm. you know a veteran head coach with more experience can get more out of Kyler?
6: Are you worried about a defensive coach?
2: No, they just need a 53-man leader of men at this point.
6: Okay, interesting because I like that because I like. I got a friend who's a Lions fan who's just like, just want to make to the playoffs. <laughs> just want to make. The playoffs. You're like, just give me a leader of 53 men if you right. have success and your offense does well, yeah. your coordinator's getting plucked. you got to find that again. You yeah. know sure. what I mean? So, yeah. like, I think defensive coaches are up against it right now, getting hired as head coaches. But, like, everybody loves Lou Anarumo. Yeah. Everybody that's ever played for Lou Anarumo loves him. I assume he's going to be an accountability-driven coach, and everybody's going to, like, take attention. But I think an offensive coach is just what we assumed Kyler would want or have. Yeah. And I don't know if it's looking that way, I guess. But, hey, it could all work out. The next – every coach could be the next – Belichick We yeah. have no idea Right You know what I mean We have no He idea. seems
3: to be the exception To everything though I mean it's like We want the next Belichick But are you willing to take, Do what it takes To kind of wait that out And, and find that genius Like that, that Under the radar genius
2: He's also the
6: GM too um, right, right They
3: got Arians The last hire in 2013 I think
2: they're hoping That this delayed coaching search They end up with another Bruce Arians
6: So Bruce Arians Interviewed with Chicago that year Yeah they gave the job to the Canadian guy, yeah. you remember that? Mark, Mark Tressman. And then you guys played Chicago, yeah. you're up two scores. Yeah. Fourth quarter, BA's like, no risk and no biscuit, we're going deep on these fools because they didn't hire me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, He did that against us too, the Colts. Yeah. Because I, I'm not 100% sure, and I'll let Bruce tell the story, this is all just like kind of rumor hearsay around the Colts building. Like, allegedly, he didn't want to go be a head coach somewhere because he was fired from the Steelers. He was retired. Yeah. Then Chuck Pagano brings him out of retirement yeah. to come coach for the Colts. Wanted to coach for the Colts, allegedly, at whatever job because he was the interim head coach, just some sort of new contract. Yeah. And allegedly, we wouldn't give it to him. So then he goes to become the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. So he was obviously jaded against the Colts, even though we brought him out of retirement. We loved him. He beats the hell out of us. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago Bears, he does that thing. But BAA is one of one. There's an anomaly. Yeah. You just got to hope you find another one of those, I guess. I don't know. It's going to be tough to do. Not easy to coach in the NFL.
3: No, it's not. I mean, and you have him as the winning as head coach in Arizona Cardinals history now after all that's said and done.
6: How about that? We yeah. we, we do this at Did Austin. you know that? Of course I did. Me yeah. too. Me we, too.
3: We've been fortunate to have Rap Sheet on this show. We call him a friend of the program. You came over here impromptu. It's 5 p.m. Are we Is the it, last day of Radio Row? Is it Pat Pat fair to say too. that Pat McAfee. Come on, McAfee I was going to
6: leave, but I mean, your people gave me a shout out and they said we've been using your tweets. So I wanted to come over and say thank you. Yeah, mostly, thank you. We for your service you. to football, man.
3: So that officially makes Pat McAfee
6: a friend, friend of, the of the program?
3: Sh- Absolutely.
6: Hey, we'd love to be a friend of the program. <laughs> Phoenix, love the place. We appreciate you. You guys got one of the greatest towns, like, in the history.
3: Yeah. We got great people here, too.
6: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, We're, I think Phoenix is a good place.
3: What yeah. goes the craziest in Phoenix, in your opinion? I mean, the the restaurants, the, you got the waste management out here.
6: Hey, thank you so much. I was at the waste management the other day. Yeah. I don't think I knew what I was signing up for.
3: <laughs> you did 16? Did you, you? I did
6: the shot of glory, yeah. I showed up right after doing the show, and I, I had a couple of these, like— um there's little sugar treat things yeah. that I was I purchased at a local store. OGs? And I think I had too many of those. Sure, that happens. And then I go straight from show right into that stadium, mm. and I was like, I was mind-blown about what's going <laughs> on there. you
2: performed at WrestleMania, though. You've gotten...
6: Yeah, but that's a golf tournament, dude. That place is awesome. Yeah. yeah. You guys should be very proud of what that... That was amazing. That was yeah. Wednesday, filled up, yeah. packed out, mm-hmm. very boozed up. I mean, it was... <laughs> It was a good time. I love everything about it. I honestly do. I rent houses when I come out here, though, and I just kind of stay in the house, stare at the mountains, yeah. Do Did my you get thing. Kingsbury's place while he was out of town. I offered it. Uh, I'm actually potentially going to be the purchaser of that nice. place. Nice. Nice. He said he's going to have to grossly overcharge me though, because that's real estate out here, I guess. It is. In that's, Arizona. It's Paradise Valley. It doesn't get better than that. Oh PV. Yeah. I know a little bit about PV. you. are Going to
3: leave the lion paintings
6: in the in the house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. And the <laughs> cocaine that he has stored clearly <laughs> underneath the couch. But I love this city, honestly, and thank you for your contributions. We've obviously benefited from it, and uh, thank you for having me on.
3: I tweet too, you know, just Cardinals information, just FYI.
6: And what's up with that Cardinals update? This is just like when the Bengals fans were coming at us. We um, we're
3: PHNX
2: Cardinals.
6: PHNX.
2: PHNX. PHNX Sports part of all city. Hell yeah! Doesn't get better than that.
6: So like, we turned our direction, our our attention to the Bengals not having an indoor facility. Got real loud about it. Take care of us. Got real loud about it. Had Bengals, just like your fans are doing, attacking us, right? Yeah. Like, oh, what are you, why are you coming after the Bengals? We don't need it. We're tougher than everybody. <laughs> and then Super Bowl week last year, big snowstorm comes in. They had to wait for field hockey and lacrosse oh, to man. get done with the University of Cincinnati bubble. Yeah. And then they went in there and practiced. So it was like on the biggest stage, right. it showed up. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now they have an indoor facility. We feel as if we are a small part of that indoor facility yeah. being taking place. You, you we keep have turned our attention towards the Arizona Cardinals you, practice yeah. facility. Thank you,
2: guys. You and hold you know That we
6: have. You're a billionaire, yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. You're making a lot of money. There's no reason for this to be a trash facility. This is Phoenix, Arizona. You got Kyler Murray. Let's win. Let's be first class. Why not? Yeah. Let's win. We're
2: first class. We got Pat McAfee on.
6: No, that makes it trash class. <laughs> <laughs> but you are a first class operation, so thank you for allowing thanks, me to brother. join you guys. Appreciate Have you. a good one. Okay, thanks, PHNX. I'm going to get out of here. Awesome. See you guys. Hell of a week. Congrats to Phoenix on hosting incredibly. <laughs> you too. You look super professional. Oh, thanks,
3: brother. What about me?
6: i will tweet either.
3: Great stuff We, from had, Pat we had other stuff planned. Thank uh, it doesn't get much better than that no it doesn't that's a exclamation point as they call yeah. to a great week here out on super bowl radio row
2: i got to do some reads uh but first i yeah. want to i want to th- say big thanks to uh our gm saul bookman head of social media miss michaela for getting that done yeah. unbelievable uh we appreciate all of you for for hanging out with us and, and hopefully you enjoyed that uh yeah
3: it's, i mean one of the things that makes uh Phoenix, Scottsdale, everything great. Uh, Octane Raceway, Mavericks. I'm, yeah. I'm sure that a guy like Pat McAfee would love to go tear it up on, on the <laughs> course got, right there.
2: Hang on, so we got to do some Mavericks yeah, ad- yeah, real let's, quick. Let's, let's pay com-
3: some bills here, but uh, talk about a great place to go take the, the family, yeah. hang out get a cold one, watch the game, have some fun. You got something going on every week at Octane Raceway at Mavericks. Monday, you got the $15 unlimited fun pass. You got the winning Wednesday half price. 50% off Taco Trios on Tuesday. Thursday, big bucket. Thursday, $20 beer buckets. Trivia night going on on Friday. That's a good place to go tonight. If you're looking for a place for the big game as well, they've got some packages right now. They still have packages. 4K television. Dozens of them at Mavericks. You got 5,000 square feet-foot-feet restaurant featuring chef-curated menu. All the food goes crazy there. Enjoy the Super Bowl experience at Mavericks. Book in advance at mavericks.com slash the big game. Also, let's talk about uh our friends over at more furniture of course you want to uh, of course pimp out what you got going on in the living room the dining room your kids room your bedroom set go find some great furniture for your pad and do it for a great price you get the white glove delivery as well you can get everything you want delivered to you and put in place wherever you want it. get that feng shui that you want at morefurniture.com easiest way to do log on and go to morefurniture.com you can check out course their store 44th street mcdowell save big on the best furniture in the valley when you head to morefurniture.com now we have the gm saul bookman tough act to follow the sealer after
0: of Pat deals <laughs> dude you guys have no fucking idea what just happened he's over here talking to some some guy i don't yeah. even know and Drew Brees is right behind Michaela. Nice. And, uh, and I was like, and I, I had to get in. That yep. was the moment. And yep. I get in, I'm like, Pat, you use our tweets all the time. You use Johnny Venerable. I had to pump up Johnny yeah. Venerable. He was like, Johnny, who? Johnny who? Venerable, oh, wow. Venerable. And as he's coming over here, he's like, Johnny Venerable. Johnny Venerable. He's like repeating it in yeah. his mouth. And Drew Brees is back like, Pat, Pat. Sorry, Drew. Pat. We're not Like, sorry. we totally cock-blocked Drew Brees. <laughs> it was the best thing I've ever done in my life. So and proud. thank we're you to so Michaela Proudy. Perkins. Yes. yeah. Michaela she, Perkins she, she, also, she also likes she acted like as a as a buffer. She's like she was like a, a bouncer. Yeah, in she the was the, club. the lead
2: block to get to get Drew Brees out, <laughs> the Pat McAfee so in awesome. for PHNX Cardinals. Uh incredible. I mean it's just like you put a bow on this week, it's been fantastic. We've had No,
3: that's a that's a fucking exclamation point. Yes. Right there.
2: We've had the best team in place, Shane Diefenbach, one of my best friends, no longer my best <laughs> friend exclusively, but one of my best friends doing our vlog work, fantastic. Producer Emma has not stepped away from her laptop no. in about 72 hours. No. Michaela, Saul, everybody doing a fantastic job. Ryan helping us out, getting live walk talks. I mean, it it takes a village, and we appreciate all the kind words. We see them on social media, in our DMs. PHNX, All City, we're here to stay, and that's because of all of you.
0: We're real, 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 Listen, the, the, the stars of the show, you guys. No. Like, listen, the, the amount of work that people don't realize that you two put in really in in making laps trying to really get every single possible guest possible it just is phenomenal and and folks you guys are so lucky to have these two individuals running phnx cardinals and and really producing the type of content that you guys deserve Uh, fucking shout out to you two you guys are like two of the best in the business hands down i'm not even being biased it's just fucking a fact
2: we appreciate that man what do we even do from here what do you want me to do you want to do kyle brandt
0: yeah
3: Let's do that.
2: We talked to Kyle Brand earlier today. Here's what our guy from uh, Good Morning Football had to say about the Cardinals.
3: Never know who you're gonna see out here on Radio Row, but we expected to see the great Kyle Branch. Yes. So where's the Scepter? Where's the Angry Run I gave it away last night.
7: It's the anger Run of the Year. It went to Damian Pierce on the Texans. So I don't have, it's the first thing the Texans have won in years. I don't have <laughs> it for you guys, I'm sorry. I, I prefer a much more winning franchise like the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, yes. that's right. Four <laughs>
2: wins last season, one home win in the last 16 months. But let's Ooh. let's put
7: that on the shelf. But remember when they won the Super Bowl and they had a Hail Mary against the Bills that one time and you guys um, had a parade and like a banner? The, I feel like it's all been down the and we even branded it. <laughs> that was a great player. Yeah,
2: the uh, the pandemic here, midseason uh, yeah. with no fans. Oh, yeah. something. <laughs> so let's talk about Kyler Murray real quick, okay. Kyle. So he's taking a lot of shots here at Radio Row and the media. What advice would you give Kyler Murray right now if you talked to him? Man. I, I want to know what Cliff
7: is doing right now, because I know it's not coaching Kyler. He's probably catching some big fish right. yeah. I mean, in a hammock back. somewhere. Is he back? Yeah, yeah. he's back. Uh, I bet he leaves again soon. <laughs> uh, Kyler, listen, I'm not in any position to give him advice. I would say this, that like if, if you were ever going to get a black hat, chip on your shoulder, screw you mentality about I'm going to show everybody, this is it. Yeah. This is the last chance. It, it, it wasn't, apparently, when it was the study clause. It wasn't here. It wasn't here. Now it's like everyone's turning on you. The coach is fired. Everyone says you're yesterday's news. Get mad, get pissed, throw a 90 yard touchdown on the first play of the game next year. Uh, I would love to see it. We love a comeback story, especially someone as talented as Kyler. So
3: if there was ever a time to be motivated, this is it. We love Kyle Brandt, especially he's winning th- Wearing the big unit throwback 51 hat, Pretty cool, right? Building the Phoenix PHNX yeah. sports community.
2: You love to see our guy Kyle Brandt repping the Valley with the uh, Diamondbacks jersey. Yeah,
3: the big unit, of course, the 2001 World Series uh, uniform. Yeah, goes Fantastic. pretty hard. Goes pretty hard. So we follow up. Uh, sandwich in between is the, is the is GM Saul Bookman, but Pat McAfee and Kyle Brandt, some of the more electric personalities. Uh, football has.
2: Yeah, and they're out here hanging with us. All of you are hanging out. I want to talk to you about Underdog Fantasy, one of our favorite sponsors, partners, friends of the program. Underdog Fantasy, I don't know if you guys know this or not, they do fantasy sports differently ahead of Super Bowl fifty-seven. There is no time, better time to rip the band-aid off, pivot off a year-long fantasy, and go exclusive with daily fantasy. If you want to dab on the NBA before Super Bowl fifty seven. Underdog Fantasy's got you covered. You can draft your team against five of your friends. The highest scoring squad for the night wins that cold, hard cash. You can draft up to six NBA players with no positional limits. That is it. I mean, we're going to be able to play on Underdog Fantasy here, Bo, in about a month's time with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. How look about these it? Specials
3: they got going on for the Super Bowl. Boy, they right got now, if you, if you get the Underdog Fantasy app and you look at the higher, lower, how about uh, this seems like it's attainable? How about 0.5 total yards for Jalen Hurts? That's yeah. a big fat winner. So is 0.5 receptions for Devontae Smith. So you've already got yourself rolling pretty much to get yourself in a position to uh, win some money on Underdog Fantasy app. We got our, our main underdog, Shane uh, Diefenbach.
6: Underdog Fantasy Super Bowl special tomorrow
3: at, I believe, 5 p.m. Super Bowl special tomorrow at 5 p.m. on PHNX Sports, so make sure you're subscribed, but you can't go wrong. So when you start to stack up those higher-lowers, hit the higher on those two and then find maybe three more, and you can turn a little money into a lot of money thanks to our friends over at Underdog Fantasy.
2: UnderdogFantasy.com or download the app. Sign up with promo code you guessed it, PHNX, get this, Underdog Fantasy is going to match your first deposit up to $100. Put in a hundy, you get out of hundy, do it now with our friends at Underdog Fantasy.
3: What a week. Unbelievable. Uh, beyond grateful for the team that we are blessed to have here, from our friends over at DMVR uh, to, of course, locally, PHNX and then CHGO, who were in here. Uh, just an incredible Incredible group of people, everybody working behind the scenes here at Radio Row, everybody that tuned in to any of our shows, listened to our podcast. We are so thankful and grateful for those. Uh, just maybe shout-out here, quick uh, Academy Award acceptance speech, but uh, Shane, Emma, Ali, RK, Saul Bookman, Mac, RG, uh, Zach with DNVR, of course, Henry, our, our friends Adam and, uh, and, and Carm. Brandon. And, and Brandon, of course, yep. and Nick, the whole crew out here. Unbelievable work. It it, uh, it really was spectacular. And to, to end it on this high of a note, it uh, doesn't get any better.
2: You're only as good as the people you surround yourself right. with. And we are so very blessed because of everybody here and because of all of you. You have helped make us, uh, I think, one of the most downloaded Arizona Cardinal podcasts there is. We just are coming off our biggest month to date as a company in January. We're on pace to eclipse that and more in February. We're just a couple
3: wannabes, I thought. A couple wannabes, (laughs) a couple deplorables,
2: but be sure to like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. It's funny.
3: We're doing this. We don't have a head coach. No head coach. No head coach. But we talked to Patrick Peterson. That's going to be up. It's his own standalone video. Look for that. We talked to Rondell Moore. Look for that. Josh Weinfuss. We had a great lengthy conversation with the ESPN.com writer for the Arizona Cardinals. And then, of course, look for, I'm sure it's going to be up there, Pat McAfee. The impromptu. The king of YouTube. Uh, joined us and talked about the Arizona Cardinals. Our guy Cardinals update was going after him, and we understand that side of things, but we also understand where Pat and his crew are coming from. Trying, like we do on this show, trying to hold this organization accountable. That's right. And that's the big thing. We all have the same goal. We all love
2: Phoenix. We all love the people of Phoenix, and we all love these players for the Arizona Cardinals. But it's time to go from here to here. And uh, and hopefully today was a small step in getting the the Arizona Cardinals there. Uh, We're going to take a big step next week because by Hooker, by crook, we're going to have a head coach for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, we're going to be live, emergency podcast, as we get information starting as early as Monday, post-Super Bowl 57. Bo could potentially be out at the Tempe facility come Tuesday, live, ready to go, speaking with the new head coach, whomever it may be. In the meantime, like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube. Everybody have a safe, happy, healthy Super Bowl 57 weekend. We'll see you on Monday.